The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. It's a great day to be on the Welsh Wire, and we are so thrilled to have with us today the new executive director of Kalamazoo County Ready Fours in beautiful downtown Kalamazoo, <laughs> Kristen Buell Lepisto. Kristen, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. So, Kristen, you're new to KC Ready Fours, as we like to call it in Kalamazoo. That's the shorthand name for it. But, um, but tell us, what is your work all about? What does KC Ready Fours do? Because I don't think a lot of people know much about it. Yeah, sure. So, KC Ready Fours is really a great story of an organization that was created in response to a community need at a public community meeting out of Isaac, uh, local leaders and community members pledged to come together and create a system to provide access to high quality and affordable pre-kindergarten. And at the same time, in 2010, there was a baseline assessment that found 50% of kids starting kindergarten did not possess the skills they needed to succeed. So that led to the founding of Casey Ready Fours. Um, and our mission is really to support pre-kindergarten learning experiences for three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Um, and that's accomplished by doing a couple of different things. So the first thing is we bring in high quality program and classroom supports. So that's in the form of teacher mentors, of uh, behavioral specialists, speech pathologists, a lot of, you know, really experienced professionals who can help support quality in the classroom. Um, And then we offer tuition assistance to qualifying families. As you know, pre-K is incredibly expensive. Mm, Um, It's it's in most states more expensive than in-state college tuition. So we try to provide some support with that. And then we provide some family engagement support. And that's really done via our work with community partnerships. Wonderful. Wonderful. And 10 years the organization's been around. That's right. It's our 10th anniversary. Yeah. Fun stuff. Now, full disclosure, I should probably tell our listeners, I am on the board of directors. So when I'm asking these questions, it's kind of not fair. I know the answer to them already. (laughs) I really do. But I recognize our listeners don't. And it's a great, quiet work that many people in the region really don't know about unless you have preschool age children. And have had your your children in a center that's been part of the Casey Ready Force program with the high quality, or uh, maybe have you know needed the support, you know right. the, the financial support. So a lot of folks don't know about it. But um, you know, you mentioned that about you found in 2010 with that initial study that about 50 percent of kids basically weren't coming to kindergarten ready. And was that relative to Kalamazoo County, or was that a national statistic? Kalamazoo County. That was Kalamazoo County. Wow. Okay. So this is like, this probably really smacked people hard 
to recognize that. So your job is to move that needle and to take that percentage ultimately down to zero. That's right. That's why we're here. Yeah. So, so why does this work matter so much? Why is it so important, Kristen, that we start kids ready for kindergarten? What, what is, what's the, what does that make a difference? I love when people ask me that question. Um, for anyone who thinks that three and four-year-olds are just cute and pre-kindergarten's on par with babysitting, they just don't understand the science or the economics behind early childhood education. Yeah, so, tell us about that. Yeah, here's a couple of stats I think that are, are really telling. So the first one is 85% of an individual's social, emotional, and intellectual development happens by the time you're five years old. Wow, huge Exactly. And so due to kids having different experiences, different opportunities in those early years, kids from lower income families can start kindergarten as much as two years behind in language development. So just think about that for a minute, Sherry. If you're walking into kindergarten on the first day, you're five years old, you could be as much as two years behind on the very first day of school. Mm. Um, So that has huge implications, right, on skills that lead to things like reading. Um, And what many people don't understand is kids who start behind, unfortunately, usually stay behind. Um, Right. That was a a sort of a chilling statistic, you know, when I came to realize that, that they pretty much never catch up. And I, I think we all think that they would or they do, but it just doesn't happen. Um, that's, yeah, that's chilling. Yeah. And, and what we do is we spend a lot of money then on other interventions that happen later in life. Right. And it's just trying to prop them up along the way. Yeah, exactly. And if we invested more in high quality learning experiences for kids before kindergarten, we would have to then spend less on special education, on grade retention, and really, you know, there's been there's been so many analyses and studies on this. The benefits just continue. So it's things like higher graduation rates, lower rates of pregnancy, of teen pregnancy, lower rates of incarceration, better health. I mean, you name it. So access to high quality pre-K allows, I mean, as you know, also, Sherry, it also allows parents to be in the workforce. Um, so it's going to help with things like employee engagement, with retention. So the return on investment for early education is higher than any other public initiative. And absolutely. And, and, you know, what we really hope to do at Casey Ready Fours is to increase the access and at the same time provide the critical supports to these educators who do this incredibly important work. And when that's, when that happens, we have better prepared kids it's, it's a win for the kids. It's a win for the families and it's a win for the community. Right. Right. So Casey Ready Fours is really all about access for everyone. Universal access is the goal. Every, every child goes to preschool, right? That's, that's the goal. No one is held back by economic factors. That's our dream. And, and also that they go to high quality. This just isn't daycare while mom and dad are at work that this is high quality, that they're, they start ready for kindergarten. And then you start to talk about the trajectory of that and what that means with, you know, less teen pregnancy and more, you know, better chance of success in secondary education or jobs or careers. 
there's an economic impact there too. Now, granted, it sounds like it's a generation of work, right? It doesn't happen overnight, but the economic impact, potential impact of the success of the program is colossal. It's huge. It is, it is better than any other economic investment that can be made in a program. And yes, the kids, the, the investment is long-term, but like we were just talking about, the investment for parents is short-term, you know, yes. to allow them to, to be engaged in their work and to be employed and to have that consistent care. Um, that is short-term. So there are both short and long-term uh, benefits. For sure. Kind of exciting to think that with the program being 10 years old now, those little ones that you started at three and four, well, actually it was, it was four back in the mm-hmm. in 2010, started at four, are now 14-year-olds right? starting high school. So in less than five years, we're going to have some pretty powerful statistics to show what happens to those little little guys Exactly. After after they get through high school, is so is the grand experiment working? Um, exactly. But, but so far, the data is telling you it's working. Oh, there's there is just oodles of data around this, and there have been longitudinal studies. There are so there, there it, this is not disputed anymore. Um, yeah, and and so and even here in Kalamazoo County, you can demonstrate that you've got the data in Kalamazoo County already from the schools to demonstrate that. Yeah. We absolutely do. Yeah. We absolutely for folks for folks that are data geeks, I'm guessing that they can probably go to your website and access some of that data or send you an email and get their hands on it if they really want to pour into it. We do. And and just as a preview for that, you know, kids who are in these high quality learning experiences, we show that they can earn they can have as much as two and a half times the amount of learning that they would normally have. So there is an incredible amount of benefits that are happening in these early years for these kids that we know is only going to compound on itself as they get older. For sure. For sure. And then, I mean, for employers right now, I mean, that, that's a long-term win for them to have a better workforce. But but part of the other win for employers you alluded to is that, you know, when when your workforce, when your, your talent has their children in safe and secure spots in daycare where they're well cared for, they're challenged, they're growing, they're learning, they're safe, uh, that makes for better workers, right? That, Folks aren't, folks aren't worrying where their little ones are during the day. They know they're in great places, getting good care and education. Absolutely. It's all it's good it totally is. And Kristen, you know, you're new to Casey Ready For. It's like so new. You started <laughs> in March. Yes. March 13th. Epic timing. <laughs> epic indeed, my friend. So epic. But you have gotten up to speed so quickly on this. So Tell us what it was like to be making this transition, like in the midst of, oh, we get to shut our offices down and, oh, preschools aren't going to be working and meeting anymore. How do we do this? What did you do? How did you do this? I know. Epic timing. So my first day was March 13th. I think most people remember that day. Um, It was the day the governor shut down education. Um, So still to this day, Sherry, I've had one day in my office with my team. Because my second day, I closed our offices down. Um, uh, there's a good amount of our board members who I've only met on the screen. I've never met in person. So it's just, 
you know, it's been sort of an incredible start. Um, luckily, the team I joined is amazing. Um, our first few weeks were really putting systems into place so we could work remotely and support the pre-K providers that we partner with. Um, so that meant things like setting up regular Zoom meetings so that they could share resources and problem solve together so they weren't navigating this alone. The vast majority of private providers are um, individually small owned businesses. So we knew we had to step in and support them. For example, that was one of the things we immediately started doing. I mean, you know, starting during a pandemic, I wouldn't say it's ideal. Um, at the same time, I think it's brought everyone together in a way that only a crisis can do. Um, and it's allowed everyone to just put anything on the table. So all ideas are considered. And, you know, I think that's just what you have to do when you're working in a situation that no one's ever encountered before. And luckily that's meant we've had a lot of great ideas and innovation um, that's been able to happen during this time. So that's right. That's the silver lining of COVID. But. Absolutely. And that's a great way to look at it. And I have to commend you too, because you have pivoted, you and the organization have pivoted incredibly well to meet the needs of providers and families, you know, to get it done, despite all of the challenges that COVID has presented. Um, and, and one of the other ones was, candidly, Casey Ready for celebrating their 10th anniversary. Um, yep. The organization has been in a planning phase for a terrific in-person event in the month of October that, whoops, we can't do. Um, so first of all, it's a huge milestone. Nobody wants to miss the recognition of this. So um, it's, you know, that, that's been a huge pivot. Um, yeah. Before we talk about how you handle that pivot though, let me ask you, I mean, what do you see as the, the top three highlights of the organization in the past 10 years? I mean, when we're at this point now, what is it that we're really celebrating in terms of accomplishment here? I know. This is a hard one. I knew you were going to ask that because it, it's just a hard one to narrow it down because 10 years, there's there's been incredible growth. There's been, you know, expansion of our services. So I tried to narrow it down. Uh, I don't think I'm really cheating here, but um, I would say... <laughs> The first, the first thing that is a big accomplishment is the expansion to serving three-year-olds. Um, we know the benefits of high-quality pre-K, and they're even greater when children, particularly children from, you know, they're at risk, can experience pre-K for two years. So expanding to serve three-year-olds has been huge. Um, I think it's a big accomplishment. Yes. Um, Tremendous. We've also expanded the quality supports. So that originally started off with teacher mentors and, you know, building, you know, those relationships in the classroom, but adding on things like speech pathologists, a behavior specialist, those services are really critical to the success of many kids in getting ready for kindergarten. So, um, and those colleagues bring really valuable perspectives and, and knowledge to our team. So I think that's the other one. And um, I think the third is just looking at the growth that we've had in 10 years. So we started out with five providers. We're now partnering with over 55 providers in the county. That's wow, pretty incredible growth. Um, and when we look at the numbers, our services impact about a third of the incoming 
kindergartners in Kalamazoo County. So we're pretty proud of that. And when you're talking about the impact that we will see down the road, our first year we had 65 kids that we supported and now we're up to over 1800. So that, that is, that, that's a, a big accomplishment and one that we couldn't have accomplished without obviously the generous funding community in Kalamazoo. Um, but uh, it, it's it's pretty big to think of that amount of growth in, in just 10 years. That is colossal. With 55 providers that you support right now, that has got to be, what, 80, 85, 90% of the providers in the county? Yeah, it's a, it's a big portion. I don't even know the exact uh, percentage, but it is, it is a large portion of them. And, um, you know, we have great partnerships with them. And right. So it's just, it's really been, it's meaningful. I can take no credit for that, but it's, right. it's, it's beautiful to see. Right. No, it, it's huge. And, and there may be many parents that are sending their children to preschools right now, not even realizing of affiliation with the quality support that Casey Ray Fords gets, but their child is benefiting True. from that, that private provider who who's, has signed up and said, I want to be part of this high quality initiative. It's great. Exactly. Really, really great accomplishments. So there is a lot to celebrate for the 10th anniversary. There's so much. So we put together this great event for October and COVID. I know. COVID COVID has been the spoiler, man. It is the spoiler. But, you know, I have to say you and your team took lemons and made lemonade, Kristen. Like, tell our listeners what you did to reinvent that 10th anniversary celebration. Yeah. Uh, and I am really excited about this and really proud of it. I think when when we came to terms that COVID and social distancing and all this was not a short-term thing, we knew we had to pivot from our in-person celebration. Um, so we did, we came up with a one-of-a-kind campaign. We're calling it 10 Videos to Celebrate 10 Years. We partnered with Maestro here in town. And what we're doing is producing some brief videos that showcase different aspects of our work. Um, And the videos are going to be shared and viewable over social media all throughout the month of September. So for example, one of the videos showcases our partnerships. One of them is an about, uh, about an incredible family that we've partnered with. Um, We have other interviews that feature experts in the field. So we have economist Art Rolnick. Um, We have, pre-K quality advocate and um, well-known author, Suzanne Buffard. So we have some really great content that's coming out in these 10 videos. We hope there's something for everyone. Um, There's some great stories and we're hoping to raise $100,000 in the campaign. Um, And then to conclude this campaign, we're going to have a live champagne toast to celebrate how much we've raised. And, um, you know, Sherry, I mean, I think regardless of how much we bring in, we're really excited to showcase our work and hopefully bring in more supporters into our network and into our fold. Cause I mean, certainly this year, I think more than ever people and employers and parents and fam- everyone, they see the value and the necessity of having quality care for young kids. So, you know, I think if people are listening, if you haven't seen the campaign yet, if you haven't seen the videos yet, hop on over to caseyreadyforce.org or check us out on Facebook or Instagram because we have some really great stuff. Oh yeah, they, they are great indeed. I've gotten a little taste of what some of them look like and are about and they are fantastic. <laughs> um, so 
the 10th anniversary is a big deal. And you're right. $100,000 is a big goal. Uh, you're well on your way. Yeah. yeah. Well on your way there. But really probably just as important is getting the awareness out um, yeah. to, to build uh, folks' support of the program, not just now, but into the future. When you start out as a, you know, as a fledgling organization, you don't really have a track record. You don't have data yet to show what you can do. You have data to show the need, but you don't have data to show what you can do. And now you've got evidence-based results that yes. you can show this program works. It's making a difference. It's moving the needle for kids and families in Kalamazoo. And that's what's really exciting about it. Um, so it, what we, what our job is to shout it from the rooftops and let folks know this is an organization worthy of support, right? That's right. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> so what do you see on the horizon for Casey Ray Fours in the coming school year? I mean, obviously we've got a, a, just a whole mixed bag of options for um, not only K-12, but certainly for, you know, preschool. So what are you doing differently yeah. in the coming year? I know. And K-12 is a challenge. Preschool, I would argue, is even more so. <laughs> um, I think, you know, this year is going to continue to be a challenge. We hope to just adapt our supports to meet the needs of the early education community. So our guess is that both teachers and families are going to need help supporting kiddos as they re-enter the classroom. Um, many kids have been isolated or their needs have been unmet for a really long time. So we are gonna be there to support them. Um, certainly on the flip side, we have a lot of our pre-K providers who they're on the verge of closing. Um, they rely on tuition, they rely on subsidies. And even in a good year, the, the margins are really tight. So um, we have to be, really careful right now as a community and we need to, to to support the early education community we're going to be doing all that we can do because without quality care without these pre-k providers our economy is never going to go back to normal um so Kalamazoo county ready for us is going to be here to provide support to the partners to the families and into the community yeah wonderful. that's our goal this year Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And I know that you have been, you know, you conduct regular conversations and, you know, subgroups and have, have a good idea of what the needs are as they evolve and change. Cause sometimes they do, um, yeah. and have been really good at responding to whatever the, the need is that comes up at a given time. I mean, I recall you talking, um, earlier this year about the need for just things like disinfectant wipes and cleaning and how they were not available in stores. And, you know, we, they can't get their hands on them like, you know, major institutions like hospitals and K-12 can. So how do these private providers get that? And, you know, you rush to find support to help them. It's little things like that that will probably come up that I think, you know, our listeners can have confidence that Casey Ready Fours is in touch and in tune to meet those needs and help um, help the programs be successful. Yeah, we've done a lot of listening, and um, that's that's the benefit of our of our network that we have. We can bring everyone together. We're listening to what they need, and we're just helping. And that that was wipes at, at one point, and milk um, for for providers who were serving uh, children of essential care workers. Um, it was help navigating. The PPP application at one point. Um, it was help uh, getting uh, clarification from licensing and the health department at one point. 
Um, it's been developing policies that are around COVID. So it's always evolving and always changing. Um, and that's, that's what we do. And that's what we're going to continue to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. So if our listeners want to learn more about KC Ready Forest or plug into these great videos, tell us again, Kristen, where do we go? Where do we find the goods? KCReadyForS.org is our website, or you can look us up. We're all over Facebook and Instagram. We're going to have a lot of the videos and the teasers there. So we hope folks will check us out, sign up for our newsletter and, and follow us in our work. And support and hit the give button. <laughs> That'd be great too. <laughs> Provide the support. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today on the Welsh Wire. Again, we have Kristen Buell Lepisto. She is the new executive director of Kalamazoo County Ready Forest, celebrating their 10th anniversary in Kalamazoo County. Thank you for the great work that you and your team are doing, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks for all the support. This was a lot of fun. Good to have you here today. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.